0: Hey
1: there, Ruby fans, I hope you're all celebrating the Beacon Ball, because we here at After Buzz are dressed to the nines for the occasion. How are you guys doing tonight? Very, very
2: well. Pleased as punch to be here, <laughs> Mark.
1: How are We're you? Living
0: very dapperly. This, <laughs> I wish I could make this top hat work. But it, just, it, doesn't,
2: <laughs> it doesn't quite go
1: over. For, for those of you listening uh, to the podcast, we we dressed for the occasion since it's a big ball, and Mark brought a top hat for some reason.
0: But, to wear because top hats are metal.
1: <laughs> anyway, joining me on the panel tonight, Mark Donica.
0: Cheers, everybody. It's always a pleasure to be here on Ruby because Ruby's such a good show.
1: Miss Katie Cullen. Salutations. Sadly, Patrick could not be here with us. Us today, but hopefully he will be with us here next time. I'm your host, Megan Salinas, and not only are we dressed to the nines for the occasion, but we have two very, very, very special guests with us here tonight Barbara Dunkelman and Aaron Zek, aka the voice of Yang and the voice of Blake from Rooster Teeth's Ruby. How are you guys tonight? Awesome. Good. Yay! I am am so, so glad that we have you guys on tonight because, oh my gosh, you guys had an amazing episode um, last week, and so I'm really glad that we get the chance to talk to you guys about this. How do you guys feel about your character's development last week?
3: It was really exciting. Um, Yang didn't get to talk a lot in Volume 1, so... When I was going through the script of Volume 2, I saw uh, in Chapter 6 she had this long monologue, and I was like, yes! It's my time to shine! And then, uh, so that was exciting. And then I'm really happy that I got to do it with Aaron, obviously, because that pairing is really fun.
1: Yeah, you guys haven't had... Uh, your guys' characters haven't had a scene together, I want to say, just on their own since Volume 1. So, yeah. it, was, so oh, it was great I'm to crazy. see them come back together.
4: <laughs> it was really exciting to finally be able to, like, play off each other and, and create more of a stronger friendship with each other than just like the whole group. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. This this week and last week had a ton of really great character development. And I think your guys's um, in particular was the highlight of last week's episodes for sure. Thank you. Definitely. We got. We agree. <laughs> Yeah, we got great character development. We got a lot of. We got a lot of character development in these past two episodes. So I am so excited to talk to you guys about that. Um, really quick though, um, before we get started, I feel like there's. I feel like there's something we need to mention. Um, was it? Oh, we'll get to that with iTunes and stuff like that. There's a I'm lot say, of stuff.
2: Um, am am uh, I supposed to fill in what I think I'm supposed to fill in, <laughs> oh, or are we no. just baiting the <laughs> listeners so they'll keep? Well, listening? no, we'll
1: we'll talk about that later with iTunes. But before we get started, we want to let you guys know that we are monitoring the chat. The chat is filled with cap- to capacity, mm-hmm. but we are monitoring the chat for your questions. We will be taking your questions for Barbara and Aaron, um, and we you can also use uh, you can also tweet us on Twitter at any of our Twitter handles, and uh, or you can use the hashtag
2: RD. Um, RWBYABTV. Thank you. I you can am, spell. <laughs> I am, yeah, it's alphabet soup. I am monitoring that hashtag, so you are more likely to get your question within my view if you use the hashtag than you are if you just tweet me direct. Yeah, especially my phone is dead. So sorry, guys. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so we will be relying on that. So you guys. I guess we'll be handling most of the questions, but anyway, I guess let's go ahead and get started. Let's go ahead and talk about the episode a little bit. Um, we start off, because uh, we're covering uh, chapter six and seven, Burning the Candle, and uh, Dance Dance Infiltration. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <The> title!
1: <laughs> Which is an amazing title, and Barbara, I think you have, um, you probably appreciate that one, because I believe you're notorious for puns. Who told you that?
3: <laughs> You're talking about.
1: Uh, I think, I don't know. Something about in denial. What a burger your name!
3: <laughs> funny because any time close enough. either in Ruby or on the podcast or like in a title of something, everyone's like, "Oh, it looks like they let Barbara name this." <laughs> 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 Other people know how to make puns here too. I guess I just like have infected them.
4: It's, just, it's on Reddit too. Yeah, like it's everywhere. <laughs>
1: Well, and it's fun too, but that is, that just kind of that is kind of frustrating because it's like, guys, I didn't name the episode. I know.
3: <laughs> but if you think I did, cool.
0: Does that get you better writer's credit?
3: Uh, I think so. It's funny, actually. I think it's IMDb, or maybe it's Wikipedia. Someone has me listed as a voice director, <laughs> <laughs> which is really confusing. So we were actually just at the Streamys last week, and there's a picture of us and Meg Turney, and it says like. Erin, actress, Meg, host, Barbara, voice director.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Congrats on the streamies, by the way. Yeah, we, um, over the weekend, uh, the Streamy Awards happened, and Ruby won a couple awards, best animated and best score. Congratulations, ladies. Thank you.
3: Thank you. We had absolutely nothing to do with
0: that. You were involved. Name recognition is everything.
4: Good moral
2: support. Yeah, and I mean, if you were the voice director, then <laughs> it's
4: true.
3: Yes,
1: <laughs> just a little something extra to throw on the resume and <laughs> everything like yeah, that. Yeah. So basically, the the big the big event for these two episodes is of course the Beacon Ball. Which uh, so we start off with uh, Team Ruby's finishing setting up for the ball. And everything like that, and it's it's really fun to see them play off each other. And uh, Yang makes a declaration that, "Don't worry, guys, Blake is going
2: to be at the dance." Oh yeah. I'm, I'm kind of wondering what the outcome of the Doilies versus Fog Machines battle is because we didn't see either at the <laughs> dance when it rolled around. I
0: Nobody wins. Agree to disagree if I don't get mine you don't get yours fine
2: <laughs> nobody
4: Everyone, wins everyone's unhappy yeah. <laughs> get to see the cool like techno skrillex part of the dance it was like sure stages they had mm-hmm. themes yeah <laughs>
1: And what I really liked about um, about that whole scene—not to jump too far ahead—but I really loved that you could see all the characters dancing. They weren't just black silhouettes anymore. And again, that's just a testament to how much the animation has improved. And really, a lot of those girls were you wearing. You should definitely them.
3: Should be on the lookout for Neptune's dancing because uh, yours truly <laughs> might have done the motion capture.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> so you're motion director too? Jeez, just add the credits up.
2: Wow, she does all of the things. <laughs> I was just noticing that all of the girls were wearing the same white dress. Huh. Every single one. It was (laughs) the
0: most popular design in Beacon this year. Well, they
4: were handed out beforehand,
0: like, oh, you don't have a
4: dress here.
1: Yeah. Well, Stop. if there's Red only boat. one place to like go and like go dress shopping in uh, near Beacon,
2: then it's conceivable that everyone would end up with the same thing or very similar dresses. The dress shop is run by the same guy who runs the ramen stand and from <laughs> dusk till dawn. He's <laughs> only got
5: twelve man. hands. <laughs> he's the only shop owner in
2: Beacon,
3: or in. A- <laughs>
2: I, I, I hold inhale.
0: with the I, can
2: I, can I hold with the Officer Jenny theory that there is about fifteen identical ones <laughs> that just do everything.
0: I guess he's got a sweatshop with with all of his clones making dresses too. Now it's all she the can't. same
2: dress. The busy man.
1: Yes. 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 I feel bad if he is the only shop owner then, because he's either <laughs> got a
2: monopoly on the place or he's just terribly overworked.
1: One of the two.
2: One of the two. Well, the only other shop owner we saw got murdered in episode one. So oh, that's sad. Awesome. It
0: was an inside job.
2: <laughs> he He's off. the real man behind the strings. Or Wolverine. Wolverine.
1: Oh. <laughs> It was terrible. But, um, but we, we get some great interactions between some of our characters. And we, I, I particularly like Son, uh, saying, you know, he, he's from Vacuo. He's, n- you know, it's not a shirt and tie kind of place. And everyone's like, yeah, no, we got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, no mm. kidding. <laughs> Don't know how we would have picked up on that otherwise.
0: They didn't wear a regular shirt half the time. <laughs>
1: But then we, we sort of cut to the library where, where Blake is still very much committed to her research. And I can't, I was cracking up during this entire scene because Yang had the, I don't I don't even know if it was rude or just hilarious or if they've just gotten to the point in their friendship where this
2: is acceptable. It was beautiful. Right.
1: Kind
4: of, it's kind of horrible. Yeah. Someone <laughs> mentioned that it was, like, a racist thing to do because she's a cat. Yeah. just, like, plays the corners. Well, oh,
3: I mean, everybody gets to that point in their relationship. You know? It's true, yeah. We're close enough, that yeah. it's funny. It's funny, actually. Um, we did a podcast at the end of Volume 1 with all four of us girls and we both were talking about how funny it would be if at some point in the series, Yang uses a laser pointer on Blake. And
2: <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we actually had a question from Tumblr user Fahrenheit, a Tumblr user Fahrenheit, asking who came up with the laser pointer. So, hey, there you go.
3: Uh, I assume Miles and Carrie. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that it's not obvious, but it's also obvious. <laughs> <laughs> a laser pointer with Blake at some point because she's
4: a kitty. I'm looking for my box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I was really hoping that she would take it a bit further and like go up the wall and Blake would just like slam against something.
2: Oh, <laughs> I was already sleep deprived.
1: I was a little afraid she was going to run into something. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really funny Blake
2: just really hurt
1: herself.
0: Oh. At disposal.
2: That would be a <laughs> Catastrophe! No, boo, boo! <laughs> I'm with my people.
0: That's one. <laughs> and I will keep.
1: Are now. you keeping a tally? I will now. We also had and we also had another point. um we had another Twitter question from Hunter 58. He wants to know um for you ladies what's been your favorite scene so far this for volume two so far you know no spoilers.
3: I really enjoyed the. Fight in epi- uh, sorry chapter four on the highway.
1: That was pretty yes. great.
3: That was a ton of fun. Um, also, because we were in our alternative outfits, which we are both big fans of.
2: Yeah. Um, and then,
3: other than mm-hmm. that, the the scene with both of us in the in the uh, classroom having that serious talk yeah. was fun.
2: When the art I mean, style changes, you know it's, it's a big deal.
4: Yeah, I love the library scene. We're all playing playing games oh, and yeah. everyone's doing their own thing, reading and pancakes and. <laughs>
1: You activated really? my trap card. <laughs> yeah, no, both of the... Uh, everything this season is just... It's been really top-notch this season. I've been yeah. really, really impressed. Um, anyway, so uh, to go back to the episode, she does run into something, and that something happens to be Yang, <laughs> <and> <laughs> who I, who grabs her to go and have, have said serious talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get to that, we cut um, back to Team Juniper. Uh, poor for <laughs> Ren at the oh, most inopportune no. time. Jean, Jean wants to have a serious talk at the most inopportune time. So poor Ren is sitting there in his towel and Jean wants to, ha- to get a talk to get advice on how to talk to girls while Nora is sitting there also with her headphones off even though he told her to keep them on. <laughs> like
2: you know she was hiding popcorn behind that book and just watching. Of course. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> I like this samurai shampoo that he has. Yes. I love Colors. that. Uh, I, as far as I'm concerned, Nora can bend reality because she got the boob shirt in a woman's cut. And I don't yeah. know how she did that, but I want it.
3: Maybe she's a seamstress without us
5: knowing. That'd
2: be nice. We could maybe. That. I wouldn't be surprised. She seems like someone of many varied and random talents.
5: Sora <laughs> Valkyrie?
0: I'll put that one down. Yeah.
4: yeah. What? No,
2: what? I I got nothing for
1: that. S
0: E W. So. Fine. No, no, that I'm doesn't count. Level. I'll just cover my face. No, with
2: you phone. said Sora, and I went Kingdom Hearts, and went there. No. Yeah. No. We commend the effort, but we're not giving
1: you the tally. Sorry. We'll give you one me. of
2: those little misshapen. <laughs> An and effort was made. Gold stars. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so basically the long and short of this conversation is that Jean really wants to he he tries with Weiss. He he doesn't quite know how to take the rejection cuz she's clearly not interested, but he doesn't he he he's head over heels and he he thinks that if he can just, you know, that he was told that if he was just confident that that's what women look for and it doesn't seem to be working and because he, whoever told him that was so wrong. Yeah. And so uh, he's asking Ren for his his opinion because he and Nora got together and they seem to work just fine, even though they're not together. Together. <laughs> well, that's Nora laughing at him and going silly. <laughs> <laughs> but then we have Pira coming in and just just basically telling it to him straight. She's like, "Just be honest. You know, you can't mess it up if it's the truth." And so he goes to do just that, and that's when we get this moment with Nora going, "Pira, you should follow your own advice." I think that's the most
2: serious. She's ever been.
3: I think yeah. it's the only serious line she has so far, actually. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, and by default the most, I guess. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs>
3: yeah, oh, Venn diagram.
1: But yeah, and you know it's serious when yeah, when a character like Nora just sits there and very somberly says something like that to you. And it was heartbreaking to, to just kind of watch, you know, Pira just sort of deflate. But <sighs>
4: that poor girl. It's kind of cool to see Team Juniper on their own. Like interacting with each other because normally you see them with at least one of the other girls, and it's and it's just really cool to see them as their own team for mm-hmm. once. I yeah, don't know why and that's so weird
1: to me, but it is. It's like a side story almost, yeah. in the series. Well, and their interactions are just as interesting as the interactions between Team Ruby, and I, I think that's a really good testament to Miles and Carrie's writing. Yes. It's okay, you ha- you don't have to say
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> Not we here. Like hey. <laughs> Can't mess it up if it's the truth.
0: (laughs) Synergy. Synergy.
1: Okay, so since they're not they're not here, we can say what we really think then, right? (laughs) 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 Well anyway, so be careful. So, Jean, (laughs) Jean decides to take this advice (laughs) and goes, and, and that's when we get, that's when we get the big scene with Blake and Yang, and we have, you know, we have, uh, Yang going, look, you don't have to stop in your search, I'm not asking you to stop, I just want you to slow down so that you, you take better care of yourself because it's detrimental to you and it's detrimental to the people around you when you don't take care of yourself. And, and that's when we get, and instead of just come, she says that, but to really hit home, to really illustrate the point, she tells the story of her own life mission and her own
2: obsession, which is to find her mother. Which. And this is a beautiful, beautiful backstory drop and wonderful art style change. And it just, the whole thing, all of the fans were watching it going, oh my god. Oh, my God, we're getting backstory. Oh, my God, yay has pigtails. Ah,
3: I like that. That's what was taken away from the story.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, the third or fourth time you watch it, you have the dialogue memorized, and that's when you start going, Ruby looks so cute in that little wagon. (laughs) It's too bad. The Grimm are going to try to kill her.
1: It was great. Um, Who did the art style for that particular scene? Is it the same person who's been doing the animations for, for the other scenes so far?
3: That was um, Christina, who was the art director for the season of Ruby. She was with us for a couple months on contract, and then she went back to L.A., but she actually did all the art for that.
1: It was fantastic. She. When, next time you see her, tell her she did a wonderful, wonderful job. She
3: we'll will, probably we'll see, see her yeah. first. I'll be like, hey, good job, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just like that. But exactly it like is that. it is wonderful to get this backstory because w- now we know who Yang was looking for in the yellow trailer, and I love that this season has just kind of been dropping more and more information of you know from the questions that we had from the get go, mm-hmm. and so I mean,
3: maybe it hasn't been revealed that that's who she was.
1: looking for. Oh, I mm-hmm. guess I'm I making assumptions. Think, yeah, I'm
3: saying yes, I'm not saying no. So <laughs> You'll have to find out.
2: <laughs> well, that's well- the connection we're working under. <laughs> Fan theory. <laughs>
0: Well, Come I, together I, eventually. I really liked her uh, uh, Goldilocks in the in the backstory, the, the the whole art style of her hair and seeing that different sort of more innocent was uh, was really cool.
2: Yeah, it was adorable. I
0: agree.
1: Uh- <laughs> yeah, and it was great. So. um, So, yeah, and it was just it was something it was a really serious scene and it was a very somber moment. And then a very touching moment, too, when, when we come out of the flashback and, you know, Yang's eyes turn red and she's like, you have to listen to me! And, <laughs> and everything like that. If Torchwick came in through that door, what would you do? And Blake is still being very stubborn and going, I would fight. And she's like, no, you would lose. Yeah. You can't
2: even handle me! What's I don't that? think anyone can handle Yang on a good day.
3: Yang kind of downplays her power in that one where it's like, ah. I don't know. Got guns <laughs> on my wrist. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's true. <laughs> but what was your guys's take on that I you you mentioned Barb uh, that you were excited to get a long monologue. But what was your take on it when when you guys read the script and just kind of stepped away? Was that kind of like just wow, or was it was it kind of like relief that this kind of moment of contention had been alleviated? What did you guys feel?
3: Uh, well, I know for me, I had been wondering, I mean, we don't know the story of Ruby all the way through. We only know what we read in the scripts. So when we did volume one, I didn't know the backstory to Ruby and Yang. I didn't know what the deal was. So to go through that whole scene, I mean, we practiced a couple times also together just to get the feel for the scene. And we both got really emotional. Like oh. I was almost in tears when I was rehearsing that. And I don't know about Aaron, but yeah, I'm kind yeah, of. Like,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun to do a more heartfelt scene. Like in in the first season, Blake and uh Weiss yell at each other. And I mean it's it it's I'm heart- a victim. <laughs> <laughs> it was heartfelt, but I think this was the first time that we truly like dove into something that affected us more. Yeah. I don't know. It was a friendship budding versus people arguing and it was really great to actually trying to get to do
1: something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it really shows how much this team has grown to care about one another. You know, not only are they friends that they they really mean a lot to each other. And and so we get this moment where Yang hugs Blake and she's she's afraid of losing her friend if, you know, she continues down this self-destructive path. <laughs> And she's so she says, you know, get some rest, and you don't have to go to the dance if you don't want to. But if you do go, you know, I'll save you a dance.
2: Wink. <laughs> <laughs> and the shippers go, wow.
0: <laughs> Tumblr burned for it's three straight like, days.
3: They uh, they're, they're still it as burning. As, uh, mm. They phrase it as if you feel like coming out tomorrow, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
4: coming
1: like out this- to the dance. <laughs>
4: Are you talking about? Those
1: are some choice words. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> well, it was a great it was a great moment and I know a lot of fans really appreciated it for various reasons. But I personally appreciated it because it was just this really great moment of you know their their friendship really
2: shining through. Yeah. We needed more moments like this, and I like that we got to see Yang be a little deeper. In season one, she was very much a broad character that brought everyone together. And seeing that she has that depth now really just helps add to the team dynamic. Yeah,
3: well, I agree. It's, uh, it's funny because when Miles and Carrie were describing Yang to me, it, like she's one of the more complex characters because she seems like a party girl. She seems like very social, but ultimately she's very motherly and she, she wants to take care of everybody. And that's not really shown a lot in volume one. And I'm glad that that's kind of starting to show a little bit more.
2: Yeah. She's a mama bear.
3: Exactly.
1: Yes. This bed is I too like- cold. <laughs> 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 to be fair, yeah, you did it. <laughs> yes. Yes, and, I did. And I loved the, the first real description we get of Summer Rose. Supermom, you know, fighting monsters and making cookies and everything like that. So it was really great to get some details on that as well. It's really the- funny
3: because I had done that monologue so many times, and I had watched that scene so many times before it was finished animated. That I would go up to the animator working on that scene, and I would like start saying it along with them after <laughs> watching it, and they're like, "Stop it!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, A Slayer giant monster, shut up. <laughs> well, we've actually had questions and theories all over Tumblr and Twitter, and the question that got sent in was from Tumblr user Agent Carolina York. Wondering whether the song Red Like Roses Part 2 is about Summer and Yang instead of Summer and Ruby, which was the initial theory. Any I, idea? I
1: don't yeah. know. <laughs> What's your guys' <laughs> take on it? Um,
3: I mean, I guess when you hear it first, you assume it's about Ruby, but it could make sense for both of them, technically. But Maybe. I don't
0: know. Definitely. All right, so. Oh, I don't know.
1: So let's get, let's get back to the episode real quick. So while, while that's going on, we, we cut to, um, the outside and Jean has, has picked this flower for Weiss and he's gonna tell her how he feels and he's just gonna be honest and upfront, you know, no pickup lines, no cheesy one-liners, nothing. He's just gonna tell her how she, how he feels about her when all of a sudden, she finds Neptune and wants to ask him to accompany her to the dance. And we just have this moment of... Jean dropping the flower and walking away, and I really liked this transition because we go from the flower on the ground to, um, and we fade into the flower um, at the, you know, in the vase at the dance floor. And Team Ruby did a bang-up job decorating the place because it looks fantastic, even though there's no fog machine.
2: <laughs> I'm just imagining Team Coffee running around on their mission somewhere, with two of them going, "We got to get through this mission," and the other two going, "But what about the dance?" <laughs>
0: But the balls tomorrow
2: (laughs) i have a thing to wear i haven't got a dress yet don't worry you'll just just get one of the white dresses (laughs) i'm sure they've got a few spares we know they've got a few spares (laughs) in the
1: back oh poor team coffee but we uh, we really get this uh we get this great uh we get this great scene of the the dance floor and everything like that, and we get we get Blake and son walking up, and they decide to walk up together and son, oh my gosh, I loved the the line just the as he's trying to fix his tie just uh stupid neck trap, and the fact that he's <laughs> wearing a tie, yeah, the fact that he's like I think he's he's got an unbuttoned shirt, but he's still got the tie he, tried. <laughs> he buttoned his shirt up partially
3: the effort that counts,
0: right? Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's a big deal. And it's guys.
1: a shirt and tie affair. No one said anything about the shirt
2: having to be all the way buttoned up.
0: Exactly. Totally. The tie totally tied. No, he gets points.
2: For once he's not monkeying around. No. Yes. No. <laughs> yes.
0: No. yes. It goes on <laughs> the count. <laughs> no, I'm canceling your other point. Now <laughs> no, nobody has points.
2: No, you <laughs> lost a point because <laughs> Sora wasn't a, a pun! <laughs>
1: But it was really great and, and Blake says, you know, we of course we're going together, but my my first dance is spoken for. And we we get when we get into the dance floor, we see Yang and Blake having a dance before Sun cuts in. And it was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> and for those Just of you like watching, that. for those of you watching, they're <laughs> dancing right now. <laughs>
3: they dance with their upper body, so it's yeah. not very good.
4: It's
1: a chair <laughs> dance.
4: It's rude. It's rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like when you dance in your car when you're stuck in traffic. Like, you don't
2: have a lot to work with, but there's a lot of shoulder movement there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or off roading.
2: Steven, this is when we could use the musical cue, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, not could. on the ball. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I gave him a song, and I think he's working. I think he's waiting for the appropriate point because there is an appropriate point for this.
5: I don't have any email from you.
2: What? Aww. Oh, bummer. The
5: one I'm I linked sorry. you on Twitter. Oh, you. I get too the song. many tweets. I
0: can't. You
1: too it back to me. Anyway.
0: That's
1: the intro. <laughs> I can't <laughs>
5: stop this feeling.
1: There you go. Next, next time we'll just have a karaoke session here. We we'll gotta get Mark to be going theme.
5: Uga Chaka, and then we Uga can Chaka totally have a group. There we go.
1: I'm hooked on <laughs> a feeling. <laughs> All right. <Leaning. laughs> get you're in love be. with me. <laughs> 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 Okay, we should probably move on. I don't know how much of that song we're legally allowed to sing. I'm just going <laughs> to bask it in that moment. G, it doesn't count yeah, it right.
5: Lips as really cool. sweet as candy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, to get back to the dance, um, we um we have obviously, things seem to be going really well. Everyone looks like they're having a good time. Although Ruby feels exceedingly awkward having to wear high heels and having to wear a dress. She just wants her little hood. Um, but that's when we have Crow coming up to her, and basically, Ozpin. you know,
0: Ozpin. Oh
1: God! So, say, if Crow, crow. No. So, no crow? Their Shame on me! Crow Shame hype. on Is me! A <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I was thinking of the backstory because Crow was the one that saved Yang and Ruby. So I apologize, listeners. I screwed that up. Well, he didn't exactly crow about it, so
2: boo. <laughs> Hush! I guess I can't saying? really boo that one. No, you <laughs> so, can't. Anyway. These are terrible. We have, <laughs> yes, I'm aware. We have, Ospin, have no
1: We have Ozpin basically telling her that, you know, you can't be on the battlefield all the time. It's nights like this that we'll remember for the rest of our lives that really bring people closer together. We so
2: obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for the
1: dark times ahead.
2: Well, last season he got the "I've made more mistakes than any man, woman, and child." It's just like, okay, that's
1: a quite <gasps> a, a few. <laughs> and he makes an interesting comment about how time tests, you know, the strength of the bonds that tie people together. And I think we see that a lot with him in Ironwood, and even possibly Crow, because we haven't seen Crow thus far. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a very interesting comment with with uh, Ironwood being there and everything. So, yes. Um, but this episode ends with who arriving but Mercury and Emerald. They wouldn't miss this party for the world. Uh, <laughs> the baddies are here.
2: <laughs> Dressed in black and orange and green and gray. So everyone's like, Locust and Felix colors. <laughs> yeah, it's a Rooster Teeth production guy. Have they gotten a, an official team name yet? Uh, no.
1: I was rather fond of team crime.
0: That <laughs> was a good one.
1: Unfortunately, it's not a thing. <laughs> That is a bummer. Well, really, really quick, before we get into the next episode, before we get into episode seven, I want to talk to you guys really quick about iTunes. Folks, thank you guys so, so much for for going to iTunes and com- leaving a comment and rating. Um, it lets our bosses know here at After Buzz that you think we're doing a good job, and it really means a lot to us when you go, and we read the comments on YouTube as well. It really does. It makes us feel really good that you guys are watching the show and enjoying it. And um, we also have... S- uh, coming up right now, actually, for for this episode, we have a contest to encourage you guys to uh, w- to encourage you guys to go to iTunes and do just that. Um, we have a lovely poster st- uh, autographed by our four main stars, two <laughs> which are here Two of whom tonight. are putting on the best charades I've seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> We have a, uh, an autographed poster from our four leads, and that poster we will be giving away um, if you guys enter this contest. And the way to enter is to follow all four of your After Buzz hosts on Twitter, follow Rooster Teeth on Twitter if you don't already, um, and go to iTunes, rate, and leave a comment. Um, if you guys do that, uh, we will we will
2: select a winner. Um, do next we have week. A, next, next week? Next time we do this. So two, so weeks, two weeks from, weeks from now, now. Two weeks from now. We will announce the winner on air. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. Bum,
1: bum, bum. I'm trying to get the poster right
5: now. We'll probably show it in just a few minutes, guys, but uh, okay, I'm going yeah, to do some of the iTunes shout-outs please do. as the booth guy, but you know what I'm doing? I'm going to turn on my camera on the Skype.
1: Our Wait, booth no. guy, Stephen yeah. Lemieux. You're going to see
5: me at the bottom of the screen. Our while booth guy, Stephen
1: Lemieux, is the one who puts, who puts all this together, so thank you so much, Stephen. I'm really
5: tiny, but you know what? I think you'd probably rather look at Aaron and Barbara anyway, <laughs> so he I'll just to- say them. All right, guys. So from P1 Tola, worth it. Five stars. Really great interview. They ask good questions, and if you look at the YouTube video, you can tell they really. C- oh, this is the uh, sorry most recent. Let me fix that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Checkmate. Five stars. Ace Trainer forty four. Inside jokes aside, if you're a fan of Ruby, this is for you. With special guests from Rooster Teeth, AfroBuzz brings you exclusive content mere hours after an episode release. Oh my God, this is like three paragraphs long. Um, <laughs> big shout out to no, no, no. Ace Trainer forty four. All right, and Mr Monkey Dude one. I'm looking forward to listening to them throughout the series. Great. This was great by G. Um, underscore off two eight six two eight eight six. I chipped over this one of the subreddits, enjoyed it immensely. It's great to see people who know and understand the show they're talking about and asking questions we all want answers to. Keep it up, by Jabba Jake. Love the Ruby after Buzz TV after show. Love how they get new guests that works on the show every week. Love that they all know what they're actually talking about and ask important questions. Ah, fantastic! Good job, you guys. Ah, okay. all right, I'm out. <laughs>
1: All right, Bye, thank Steve. you so much Stephen. Thank you guys, everybody who commented on iTunes. We really appreciate uh your input and your feedback. And yes, again, if you if you want to enter that contest, follow us on Twitter. We'll throw out our Twitter handles at the end of the show and um and go to iTunes, rate and leave a comment.
2: Hi, Reddit. <laughs> I know, that's kind of scary. I'm <laughs> we're at it, hello, Rooster Teeth Forums. Yes, I do go back and read the comments. Hey, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, be careful. Anyway, so let's move on to Episode 7, um, and that's Dance Dance Infiltration, which is a great title for this particular episode. <laughs> I,
2: I knew I was going to be happy with this episode, even just starting from the title.
0: I, just, I was just yes. hoping for somebody in the background just doing the step dancing. Just in unseen, just the Dance Dance Revolution style dance to classical
2: background. music. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We've got speed over Beethoven. Everything
1: Why happens.
0: Not? Everything's a gun. Somebody can. There we go. Steven, you Follow found it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we have a lot in this episode. Not only do we have like just as much character development as we had last episode, but we also have um we have a lot of fun. We have a dance scene, we have a break in. It's a, all sorts of really great stuff happened this episode. <laughs> Something for and everyone want
3: in one little piece.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes. And so basically this episode starts off with Ruby again being awkward, <laughs> standing yeah. there on her own and Jean joining her, you know toast to the socially awkward. Because I think we've all been there. We've all kind of been like wallflowers at some point, just like uh, this is not the greatest place to be right now. Reading my diary. <laughs> <laughs> you really shouldn't put it online if you don't want people to read it.
0: Wasn't it your last post on the on Rooster Teeth? That went public.
3: I've been on that site since I was 14, so it's very possible that <laughs> awkward
2: readings on there. <laughs> I think just the collective teenager
1: experience. Yeah, this this episode really focused on how awkward it is to be a teenager. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we awkward. I don't know what you're talking about. Well,
2: She's, still <laughs> <laughs> She's still awkward. <saying>. She's
1: really <laughs> uncomfortable to be around here. <laughs> 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 Oh, well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard cuz sometimes it's just something you never really grow out of. It really sucks. <laughs> but anyway, so uh that's when Jean finds out that Weiss actually didn't come to the dance with anybody. She came alone and because uh according to Ruby, she doesn't have time for boys right now. She's oh. too focused on her studies and her work and everything like that. But Jean knows that that's not true,
2: obviously she from the end of space. Life. Hey! There <laughs> She's back. Hey, La- hey, hey! Put it on the count.
0: No, she wins all the points. I don't have enough room for all of the points on this piece of paper. She's the queen.
2: What's the point of keeping a count if you don't actually keep a count? She doesn't need
0: to keep a count.
2: <laughs>
0: fairly certain there was sure magic.
1: Fairly certain there was no point to keeping a count at all. Period. Never, never was.
2: Right? You started it. <laughs> Anyway, you started.
0: Numbers it. mean nothing. So you
2: started keeping the little marks, and now <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter. Is he even keeping a tally? I think he's probably
0: just doodling. I, no
2: one caught that one. Yeah.
0: Boo. Anyway,
1: <laughs> to get back to the episode, uh, Jean, when he finds this out, he sees Neptune. He he asks Ruby, "Hold, hold my, my punch. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> I Was like if he had
2: had a flower, I would have lost it. <laughs>
1: Kick his ass, baby. I got your flower. (laughs) I was going to say, you're going to have to specify when you reference Tumblr jokes. Anyway. I think that one transcends media. (laughs) But before he can go and confront Neptune, he sees Pyrrha, who is, oh my gosh, in that beautiful red dress, just looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, totally working it as she goes across the floor. A goddess in crimson. Exactly, and so instead of going to confront Neptune, he goes to talk to her because clearly there's something bothering her because she's not a
2: priority change.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he got distracted by the woman in red. He's like, "What was I doing? Are we in the Matrix now?"
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's
4: going up
2: the stairs. Wait, are we going song reference or Matrix reference? Both.
1: Either, both either, is good. Either way, I just kind of want to see these two uh, do charades for the
2: entire episode. <laughs> Me too. You guys are great I'm, <laughs> watching you guys do interpretive dance. So, for those of you watching, if the video is ever on us and we start cracking up, it's because they're up to something.
0: The video's never been on us this whole time. It's I been don't on know them.
3: What you're talking
0: about? <laughs> they are liars.
2: Serious business over here. I'm drunk. <laughs> and Aaron's flying. No (laughs) way?
0: No, she's like a bird. She only flies away.
2: <laughs> uh.
1: Anyway, so he goes to talk to her and that's when we really get Pyrrha's two cents on on her whole situation because she also came to the dance alone, nobody asked her. And it's very similar to Weiss's dilemma in that, you know, she she was put up on this pedestal and as a result, everybody's intimidated by her. She, you know, she's this famous warrior, she's on cereal boxes. She's beautiful, she's strong, and so that that intimidates people. Call it. And Jean, yeah, you did. You I did. I last... straight up called it. Yeah, well, to pick weeks... up the phone <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago. You were the one that said it. Um... You actually picked up the phone. Oh my god, you're amazing. <laughs> I
3: gotta, I gotta help a brother out.
2: I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: But it was it was really sad, because we, we do see that, as a result, it's alienated her from a lot of people. People are afraid to approach her, and that's very lonely. But Jean, being the kind of oblivious person that he is, had no idea. And so he didn't even know her name. And so he's the only one all this time that has treated her like a real person, as opposed to a celebrity or somebody, you know, again, to be held up on this pedestal.
2: So no wonder she likes him so much. It was the very first... You think I'm a people.
1: (laughs) You think I'm normal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He has no idea who I am. He's normal, and he thinks I'm normal. Dibs. (laughs) Let the chips fall where they may, except that one. (laughs) We can all be normal together. (laughs) Oh, let's be real. She's going to eat that on toast. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) happen. And now we all know what Katie ships like FedEx at Christmas.
3: <laughs> oh, <Aloy>, matey. <laughs> yeah. That
1: yeah. ship be sailing at the end of this episode, anyway. The ship sails itself.
0: You're a flipping Commodore. You're not even a captain of a ship. You're a Commodore. You have fleets <laughs> of ships that just go sailing.
2: As my good friend Lyra says, why have a ship when you can have an armada? Hmm? Huh?
1: Well,
0: what? <laughs> womp, womp. Womp. Welcome to the fandom.
1: womp, womp. So, but, uh, but then we have this interaction between Jean and Neptune. And that's, and because obviously Jean is still very upset with him, uh, because he turned down Weiss. And why would you turn down Weiss? She's beautiful. She's smart. She, uh, you know, she's all these wonderful things. And that's when Neptune comes clean. He's like, I don't know how to dance. I can't
2: dance. I can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> I love
4: Carrie's
3: delivery on that line.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Neptune is just what Carrie would be if he could be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, Neptune is useless. (laughs) That's Carrie. Neptune is Carrie. It's true. He's really cool.
3: He doesn't show it all the time. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and that's something really interesting because he's this character who does look very cool, but he's this character who tries so hard to look cool, which yeah. that's not how you be cool. You're cool just because you're cool. You know, you can't try to be cool, <laughs> if that makes any sense.
3: Like a pretty good message for a lot of like young kids where you see all these people, especially in high school, who seem to be really popular and cool and like it's all effortless, but people try really hard. To look a certain way or to act a certain way and i think like yeah it's honestly a good message to give people it's like this isn't something that comes naturally to a lot of people
4: i did not wake up like this <laughs> <laughs> despite what you may think
2: it's true i don't think any
4: of us do.
1: <laughs> i think you look like well i don't wake up like this either no you both look lovely but anyway, okay. <laughs> yes, and I love, love, love the shirt. You guys look fantastic. Product
2: placement. <laughs> exactly.
1: Represent the brand. We'll
3: say that you look great, too, but we can't see you yeah. right now. So <laughs> you <laughs> look fabulous. Your
2: hypothetical compliment means so much.
4: <laughs> I do the, the stripy skirt, though.
2: Yes, we, we did see that me. before the show. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yay, thank you.
1: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's Megan and <laughs> Anyway, to get back, <laughs> but it is great to see this uh because Jean imparts the wisdom that he was just, you know, let in on uh in the previous episode to just be genuine, just be yourself. There's nothing you can't screw it up if you just be honest with somebody. And that that works. And Neptune takes that to heart and he goes and and I love the shot that we get um over the different aspects of the of of the dance floor. We get different people dancing, and
2: we we have Penny kind of dancing on her the own. robot <laughs> with the two Penny guards next to her. Mandatory. And one of the guard in the wide shot, one of the guards is also doing the robot. <laughs> it's like I like you guys,
1: <laughs> and
2: uh, and so, and
1: probably the the funniest bit in this entire season so far. Jean is true to his word, and he shows up in a dress. He shows up in one of those white dresses. They
2: do have a closet <laughs> full
0: of them somewhere, like right outside, because that was like a two-minute transition. And he, and he fit it, and he worked that dress to a T.
2: I can change and in two minutes. You, you can't find that dress. No,
0: yeah. he left and was like, "I brought this dress just in case."
2: <laughs> Again, called it, taking his measurements.
0: Closet but, dress,
2: but then Closet but then dress?
1: we're treated to this really fantastic dance scene as he asks Pyrrha to dance, and Team Juniper gets up and does this really great. Who choreographed that? Was that Monty or oh, was it, I
3: don't even know, but it was absolutely Monty. Like no push.
2: <laughs> did you know that was coming when you saw the episode, or did that come out of the blue for you? Too?
3: Came out of the blue, we actually did commentary for the DVD recently, and I think that scene hadn't been put in yet. Oh
2: goodness! But so when I was watching the episode tonight, I was like. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) And that's, how did they all know that dance? Was that a team building exercise? Was that ingrained? Is this the overly complicated beacon Macarena? I mean, what is this?
4: (laughs) Who knows? They all watch the same K-pop group.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean that's that's entirely
1: yeah. possible, or it's entirely possible that instead of like coming up with binders of activities for them to do, like Ruby does, uh, maybe or some battle techniques. <laughs> they Nora's just dance. Like, We're going
3: to
2: choreograph this.
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm starting to wonder if there's going to be a group of cosplayers who dress up as Team Juniper and learn that dance because
1: that Challenge. would be
2: fantastic.
1: <laughs> uh, Challenge is- issued, Rooster Teeth
2: community. What do you mean if <laughs> there's probably people learning it already. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get people doing their own videos. It's going to be like the Hara Yukai up in here. It's going to be great. I can't
1: wait to see all the videos on YouTube. <laughs> yes. But yes. meanwhile, though, uh, while this is going on, we kind of cut back to, again, not no official team name, but kind of what team crime is up to. Team those guys. Those, <laughs> those guys who are up to no good. Those sneaky guys who are up to no Started good. Started making trouble in their neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> But we have we have this really interesting scene of Cinder breaking in um, to I'm not quite sure what it was. It seemed like some sort of informational compound that they have at Beacon. I, I think it's a CCT. If I'm not mistaken. The
0: the compound. Com it yeah. looks like the compound. Yeah. yeah, it had the same that layout when Weiss went up there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and we get to see her fight for the first time, and we see the, like different parts of her clothes lighting up. And I think that that's
2: now uh, we know what she was sewing two episodes ago. Exactly, and it, maybe <laughs> maybe, <okay. laughs> but we're still not. I love the dramatic zoom in there. But we're still
1: not entirely sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just
5: Never realized
4: stopped. that she was sewing earlier. <laughs> I get it we now. Love you, <laughs> we
2: love you, Aaron. Oh, we love you. God, oh, Ruby? Yeah, what? You're a <laughs> glorious human being. <laughs>
1: We still don't know exactly what she did. Uh, we don't know if she she messed with something or if she took some information, if she uploaded a virus to the mainframe.
2: We don't. Know. <laughs> we we genuinely it didn't have don't a blinking know. skull. So I'm gonna go with no. <laughs>
0: She just really likes chess. She installed chess on every she single one of them. She installed chess on things. every computer. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. We do that pretty know straightforward, I thought. that she beat the daylights out of some guards, took the scroll from one of them, which is going to be all of their personal contact information, his security chip, his, any data he has stored on that, all of that. So it's keys to that guy's particular kingdom. And probably used it to gain access to the computer in some way and then left a queen as her calling card. Queen has pawns, etc. Question is, what did she take? What data was stored there that was so important, and why was it being guarded by Ironwood's men? The real
3: story is that she is the head of the chess club.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers, please. Please, no
2: spoilers. to get
1: members for years. (laughs) No, no, no. This is
2: an AfterBuzz exclusive. Oh, AfterBuzz exclusive. Yeah.
1: All this time, all her schemes, it's just been revolving around trying to get the chess club going. She never got over Ozpin
2: beating her in the tournament in high school.
1: (laughs) She's been holding a grudge all these years. But I I know you guys, they they, obviously you, you guys don't know everything you just kind of get the story when the script comes to you but what's your take on this like when you read the script were you like okay this is what i think is going on
4: i have no idea i yeah no i really have absolutely no idea like this it could it's
3: so open-ended what she could be doing or what they're up to as a as a whole and we don't know i don't ask questions to the writing team because i don't want (laughs) to know i want to be surprised along with everybody yeah So,
1: and also that way we
3: can't spoil it for everybody accidentally.
1: (laughs) That's true. Although I do love your chess club idea. I love that theory.
3: (laughs) I'm going to stick to that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but so, but her, her break-in is cut short when Ruby notices, obviously, her jumping over rooftops. And Ruby is the one that sort of goes in uh, to, to investigate. And they have a quick little skirmish. And it was, it was this really cool scene. Like, Cinder seems to, even though it was a quick fight, Cinder is definitely a force to be reckoned with. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is the first time that we, again, we see her in action and we see her fight. And she just looks like she can summon dust. Like out of thin air, um, with well, the way she, she did, pop open a vial. That's true.
3: Mm-hmm. She's pretty cool. Not gonna lie.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I figure she's from the fire. She's making stuff out of solid ash. Ooh, that's. And, okay. or, char- or coal, Phoenix. or really hard and cold.
2: I love that the rocket-propelled lockers made a comeback. <laughs> I love that that was a thing. It's Chekhov's locker showed up there. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was pretty great. It was beautiful.
3: But I would use that in such a lazy way. Like I'd put snacks in there,
1: and I'd be like, I'm "Hungry? It's a horrible
2: fridge. <laughs> All these holes in the roof
1: everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Rumor just coming in. Although you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to get up. It would be great. It would be awesome. I'd be forever fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You'd never have to walk anywhere. I'd use the locker to transport yeah. myself other places. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you I'm don't lock yourself thing. in. I yeah. didn't land that far from the school. <laughs> I hope nobody
0: steps John in the locker now. Because he could end up anywhere. He already did. Already happened. Oh yeah, (laughs) silly biscuit. It's not because I'm not wearing the hat. It's because I'm not wearing the hat. That's why.
3: Somebody didn't watch volume one.
0: Yes, I
1: did. (laughs) Aw. Thank you. There we go.
0: Perfect. Dear (laughs)
2: iTunes.
0: (laughs) I have a formal complaint.
2: I worry about what Twitter's saying, but. Twitter is broken on my iPad right now, so if you guys are tweeting things, I'm not seeing them, and I apologize. And everybody's having a wonderful conversation Twitter in in the is chat. saying
5: with Ruby TV is, do Aaron and Barb have any thoughts about, a little concerned about Weiss being worried about being treated like a prize, and then Neptune telling John he could have her? And then we have, on a scale of one to searing hot dragon breath, how angry were you with Jean being oblivious to Pyrrha's moves in the Burning the Candle? Those are from Brianna Giardina and Elijah at Minofell. Those are two different questions. They are, yeah.
3: yes. <laughs> um, the whole, like, you could have her thing, I don't really think it was said in, like, an objectifying. Yeah. I think sometimes people read a little too far into a lot of things that people yeah. say or do on the show.
4: Where, you know, it's just, like. It's, it's just a thing between guys or a thing between girls or a thing between whatever Yeah, things you like. Like, people say that. Like, dibs. It's it's a thing. Yeah. It's, it's not an, an uncommon thing.
3: Yeah. Phrase. I don't. I don't think it was meant yeah. in any sort of objectifying manner. Yeah. So I apologize if you thought that, but
4: yeah. no. We meant we love you. They both clearly like her as a person. They yeah. would never.
2: So kind of going off of that, we have a question from Tumblr user Rooster Tumble. Do you ever check to see how fans react on Twitter and/or Tumblr?
3: All day, every yeah. day.
2: Says <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so the person like from, who reblogged from, me right after I put
3: something from, up. I think from three o'clock. Central until, like, I go to bed on Thursdays, I'm just checking Reddit and Tumblr and Twitter and our site and YouTube everything. Yeah.
2: Community community manager.
5: Question from at Bailey Bryant 21, what was the funniest moment for both of you at RTX 2014 Ruby panel?
4: Uh, Realizing I was outside with open alcohol in Texas. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That happened at the panel? (laughs) No. (laughs) RTX. At the panel. At the panel? Oh. Yeah. Oops! Somebody's listening. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think, think I know. Anything at the pa- when when,
3: when at the we uh, showed off our new plushies and I made Ken oh. Yang have fun times.
2: <laughs> I think that might have been everyone's favorite moment from the panel. My parents were so
0: confused. <laughs>
2: My dad once asked me what bumblebee was. <laughs> 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 There's these little things that buzz and fly around and make honey.
3: King's <laughs> motorcycle. Just, yeah, let's just yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
1: But you guys have a really great relationship with your fans and with the fandom and everything like that. What what? And obviously, you know, you you guys really appreciate the cosplays and everything like that. What do you think has been
2: your favorite fan interaction so far? <sighs> oh
3: my gosh, that's like asking me to pick
4: a favorite child. Well, <laughs> your
2: second favorite, because obviously this interview right now is your favorite, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I I don't know. I really enjoy going to things like RTX and and oh no, they can we still hear okay. us.
3: My my. Uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> 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 RTX and being able to like recognize people or remember someone's username or something like that. Like I'm a, I, I want to name two, three people, but I feel like I'm going to hurt other people's feelings. But I'm going to do it anyway. Do it anyway. Uh, there I know Zextrin from Tumblr. I know Lauren from Twitter, and I know Amber from Twitter. There, those three people are, like, on the top of my brain. There's right some now. Lauren and Ambers on there that
3: you're not talking about that are freaking out, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was you.
2: All Lauren's um, and all Ambers like, are equally loved.
3: I don't think I could pick a favorite moment. It's just, like, the amount of love and support that the community has shown for Ruby, and just, like, especially at RTX or any convention, really, where people come up and say they're a huge fan of the show, and they, like, treat us like we're celebrities, and it's like, we're just... yeah, We're just people who are, like, like just as excited to meet you as you are to meet us, and it's I don't know, it's yeah. very humbling, and it's I don't know.
4: I was at work uh, yesterday and got recognized by two people, and I they were like just so excited to meet me and asked me like, "You're Aaron, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." Would you like <laughs> room for your coffee? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's kind of strange. Like,
3: yeah, I'm but just gonna. It's I mean, it's not it's not something we ever will ever take for granted Mm -hmm. i don't think is the fans and the support and just the response to everything i mean after the trailers came out people were cosplaying and there's no show yet how do you like this already and it's i don't know it's crazy all right i could go on for for it yeah yeah
1: no and it's it's really great um we we have a couple questions from twitter uh we one um Victoria T Olivo on Twitter wants to know what you guys think Cinder's weapon is and what her semblance is.
3: Being a badass. Yeah, I can't.
1: <laughs> yes, really does. Because yeah, we again, she's just this big force Actually, to be reckoned with.
4: Isn't she? Shoot her own weapon? I, yeah, I, I would think she that- was shoot. She's a weapon, right?
3: She's like, yeah, she could control dust. Stuff. Yeah. She's shining. She's
0: imbued with dust.
3: Honestly, yeah. that makes sense. She's
0: literally a force of nature. She is fire.
5: Here's I mean, c- things
3: were just appearing when she was in that fight. And <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, how are you doing
5: that? Here's a question <laughs> from the chat roll from Bumblebee. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, are we
2: surprised?
5: Is it awkward recording the fighting grunting sounds in the booth? And do you get strange looks when you walk out of it?
4: Yes and no. Yes and yes. Really? (laughs) I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but Yang has very loud (laughs) efforts. She does. is like punching and kicking. So, like, they always want me to, like, really bring it in there. And it's, I sound very high-pitched when I do my efforts. I love them. I think they're really fun. The chat
5: role wants you to demonstrate.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Am I getting hit or am I hitting? What am I doing? Hitting. Hitting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: well, think you've made a lot of people very and, happy. And I got to, I got to talk to Erin at
1: Comic Con. Um, and I, one of the questions I asked was, um, "Funny booth stories? Do you guys have any funny booth stories you'd like to share with us?"
4: You mean when Miles hit
1: me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was <Yeah>. terrible. <laughs>
4: right? He didn't actually hit her. Just, just that yeah. <laughs> my gnarly
2: Bruce <laughs> Please extrapolate for the people who haven't seen the interview and are getting extremely worried, worried right now.
4: Miles is the best. He not physically abuse me in any manner. He's the best. He bought me ice cream yesterday.
2: <laughs> was it Neapolitan?
4: It was, oh no.
5: See what he did there? It
2: was not.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Alright okay. Megan, we have to wrap up. Okay. But uh, I do want to tell everyone that they need to go for the contest again. Follow everyone on Twitter. Go to iTunes and leave a comment because we're definitely going to be taking the iTunes comments very heavily on this. It's going to be a drawing, but if you really want it in there, we're going to really be looking at those iTunes comments. Plus you get a shout out on the show anyway. So even if you lose, you win.
1: Yeah. And once you've
5: won, you won. Yay. Yeah.
1: Yes, and that is exciting. I kind of wish that I could end her because I want to win that poster. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: he, didn't we that that. Oh, he didn't say we were
2: prohibited.
1: I'll just, like, create usernames and just You're write prohibited. all over. I, uh, dang it. He said it. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Well, thank
5: maybe we'll you. pull the names out of your top hat. <laughs> Perfect.
1: That's a great idea. Yes. <laughs> there we, we should, go. We should, I'm should all do that. For that. A well, thank uh, you, ladies, so, so much for joining us today. Thank you for taking the time. I know it's later over in Texas, so thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, where can fans go online if they want to find out more about you or if they want to follow you on social media? Uh, my Twitter handle is at Aaron Zech, A R R Y N Z E C H.
3: And mine is B Dunkelman. That's B D U N K E L M A N. And then we're also on the Rooster Teeth site. Uh, my username is Barbara. Hers is Aaron. And then you also have a YouTube channel.
4: Yeah, I have a YouTube channel. It's really great. It's doing really <laughs> well right now. Uh, it's, it's youtube.com slash Aaron Zek.
5: We actually had a fan ask when you're going to put up another video.
4: I'm actually recording this Saturday. I was recently cast in two scenes for students, so it's gotten yeah, it's gotten really (laughs) crazy that I wasn't expecting. So I'm recording this Saturday, and they will be out as soon as I possibly can. And roosterteeth.com, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Whatever.
1: It's for everything. Well, thank you, ladies, so so much for joining us tonight. I I hope we get to if you guys are ever back in LA again, please feel free to stop by the studio. Totally. Totally fun. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for coming on.
0: Mucho's gracious.
1: All right. Thank you, guys. Ah, that that wraps up this episode. I wish we had more time to talk to them because they were just awesome. <laughs> I could have watched them do interpretive dance the I entire know, right? time. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to listen. Mark, where can the people find you if they want to find out more?
0: Well, and also for our, for our contest, for our exactly. iTunes contest. Yes, you can follow me on Twitter at SoapboxMark, and I'm also on the Rooster Teeth site at SoapboxMark as well.
2: Katie. Real quick, Stephen, did you ever get the picture I emailed, or did that just wind up in the ether somewhere? I
5: never got an email from you, but I'm going to show the picture that... Is of the poster that you can win. Okay. Look let's at do that. that. I mean, you can't see it, but the viewers nice. can the all guys, see yay. it. <laughs> Here, I can gorgeous. even, I can even like Vanna White the poster. Not really, yay. but yeah. Yay. There you go. That'll be signed by all four actresses, and uh, we will have that sent directly to you once you win. But it's you fine. have to go to iTunes, search AfterBuzz Ruby, and leave a comment and rate five stars. If you rate us four stars and leave a comment, we're just gonna hate you. <laughs> Not really, <laughs> but you <laughs> know quietly. what I mean.
2: Well, I'd like to give a really quick uh, shout-out to Tumblr user He's My Boy, B-O-I, for actually making the Juniper Mariachi Band picture. You are a glorious human being. Hopefully we can get that up next week. That would be great. Hopefully. Well, it's on my Tumblr. Or two weeks from now. Anyway. yeah. Katie, where can people find you? On Twitter, Tumblr, and the Rooster Teeth site at KiaJay. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. You can also find me on Attack on Titan, Sword Art Online, and the upcoming Z Nation after show all on Sunday, and the Classic Doctor Who panel on Wednesday nights.
1: And you can follow Patrick at P to the D's on Twitter. That's P-T-O-T-H-E-D-E-E-S. And you can follow me on Twitter at The Manguin That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am also on the Sword Art Online, Attack on Titan, Classic Who, uh, panels. Z Nation. <laughs> Z Nation, and occasionally regular Doctor Who. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. We will see you guys in two weeks.
0: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.